Hey, what's up, ladies and gentlemen? I'm your host, Amobi Okugo, and this is another episode of Bank Shots. Bank Shots is our weekly podcast series within a Frugal Athlete Podcast Network, where we talk about all the latest news as it pertains to money management and sports business for athletes. Join us for insights, rants, comments, remarks, and news on what it means to be a frugal athlete. Uh, for this week, we got a bunch of cool stories, uh, interesting stories, and we want to get right into it. Uh, Nike is countersuing Kawhi over a logo. Um, this has been going back and forth for quite some time. Um, two NFL athletes that are retiring inspired uh, from the Team Frugal camp. Um, how athletes like Alex Morgan and Julian Edelman are building off big moments. And lastly, we're going to touch on Zion Williamson and why he's fighting his own team. Um, so let's get right into it. Um, Make sure you subscribe, leave a review, share with a friend. Uh, we're going to continue building content. We're going to continue providing a platform where uh, we share money management practices um, from your favorite athletes. Thank you. So for our first story, we want to cover um, Nike has countersued Kawhi. Um, If you've been following uh, Kawhi's last year or so, uh, he went from San Antonio Spurs to Toronto Raptors. Um, He signed a new deal, uh, endorsement deal with New Balance. Um, He's just made a lot of changes. He's recently just signed again with the L.A. Clippers. And throughout all this time, he's been fighting with Nike over the rights to his logo. Um, He has a claw logo that has his um, initials in it engraved with his number. Um, It's a really cool logo. It really identifies with his personality and his brand. Um, unfortunately, when he left Jordan Brand, which is a subsidiary of Nike, um, he wasn't allowed um, to use this logo, the claw logo. Um, but to his own doing, he used it anyway, and um, he signed with New Balance. Um, so now, in order to allow New Balance to use his logo, because he's, he's finally starting to, you know, build his brand, um, take advantage of his platform. He's really grown into his own um, kind of brand where it's kind of like a silent assassin, um, quiet, humble, um, but gets to the point. He wants to be able to use it with New Balance. Unfortunately, Nike's holding a, a grudge, holding firm in their decision that they are the ones that created the logo and they have countersued him. Um, so this is really an interesting um, take because as athletes, you know, you want to have all ownership of things that are associated with you. Uh, we've seen times in the past and again in this particular situation where uh, a company that is your uh, sponsor or endorser has control over your own image. And as athletes learn, like we're going to touch on later in a later story with Zion Williamson, you know, you have to own everything associated with your name, whether it's your website, your logo, your uh, merch, whatever, and then use endorsers or sponsors or companies as partners. Um, We've seen Jordan use this model. We've seen LeBron use this model. We've seen other athletes use this model. So it's really important, um, and I'm really interested to see how um, Nike and Kawhi come to an agreement. But as of now, 
uh, it looks like it's going to be a battle that's going to continue. For our second story, um, I thought these were two good stories to talk about. Um, two NFL athletes, both in different um, different situations, have both retired. Um, Derek Morgan, uh, nine-year NFL player for the Tennessee Titans, a linebacker. He has recently retired and immediately started a, um, his initiative in impact investing. Uh, he opened up with the $200 million Opportunity Zone Fund. Um, if you don't know about Opportunity Zones, it's really um, real estate investments in low-income neighborhoods to kind of get you know um, the economy growing in that, in that particular area again. So Derek Morgan has used his connections, his platform, his network to really build out a great team. He's using um, his partner, um, his representation from VaynerMedia Sports, uh, AJ Vaynerchuk. He's using some other um, top key um, players in different industries that can help him kind of grow in this space. And I really thought it was interesting because usually um, with um, athletes, they don't really know what they want to do immediately after they they retire. And Derek Morgan is someone I've followed throughout his career as he's kind of transitioned into some of the business moves that he's made. And for him to be able to go straight into what he wants to do next just speaks to, you know, what he did and how proactive he was. He talked about how he got his MBA through, through during his career and all these different things. He spent, you know, times in the offseason to really dive into what he wanted to do. And I think that's why he's transitioned so well. And which leads me to my next athlete that just recently retired is Glover Quinn. Um, Glover Quinn is an athlete that, you know, every now and then he'll have a story about him because he's one of the uh, few athletes that has saved up to 70 percent of his income. He only lives on 30 percent of his income. And I know what you're thinking. Yeah, it's easy to live off 30 percent of your income when you're making a million dollars. Glover Quinn, throughout his career, he's made up to $33 million in career earnings. But it's the mindset. When you have that money in your bank account, it's so easy to spend. And for him to have the discipline and foresight to be like, okay, I'm going to look towards the future. Because when I retire, I want to be able to do what I want, when I want, without having any worries. And for him to have the discipline throughout his whole career to only spend 30% of the income speaks to his team, his discipline, his frugal mindset and now he's retired and doesn't have to worry about working immediately or ever um according to reports and you know he set himself up in a very very um great position and like i touched on earlier you know it's easy to save 70 percent of your income when you're making a million dollars but not everyone makes a million dollars but you could take some of the principles that glover quinn has acquired and implemented to your own practice and save accordingly to where you can save up to invest a little bit more, or you can save up to save a little bit more, or you can save up to put more into um, like debt or other things that you may want to spend. So it's really important to take away the mindset and the, the, um, the lessons and not really take it for face value in the sense that, yeah, he's making over a million dollars. He's able to save and still live, you know, uh, lavishly. No, it's the discipline for him to see long term, the discipline for him to not spend now because he wants to be able to live comfortably later. So um, I thought that was a really um, good story to talk about. And for our third story, we want to talk about 
um, two athletes that have used um, big moments in their careers to kind of uh, springboard into other ventures. And I think that's really important because, uh, like my dad always said, you strike while the iron is hot. Alex Morgan, uh, star forward for the U.S. national team, uh, the U.S. women's national team that just won the World Cup. She's just started her own media company, a media company that's going to focus on women, well, women, women in sports and the content and the stories that haven't been told. And I think that's great with her connections and the, the eyeballs on her at this moment in time. It's going to be really important for her to build a business um, like this. And it's, 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 it's really amazing that, you know, like I touched on earlier, you strike while the iron is hot. This is when her leverage, her platform is at its biggest moment. So why not something? Why not start something that she's um, been eyeing? Uh, Julian Edelman, it was an article um, that, that we have linked in the newsletter. He talks about how, you know, he was just a regular football player. Uh, obviously, he was on a great team with the Patriots and, you know, he won a couple Super Bowls. But when he won MVP of the last Super Bowl, he started to get free stuff. He started to get recognized and he's been able to use the recognition and the brands and the partnerships that have come from him being a star player on the team to build out some of his own business uh, ventures that he wants to do. And as an athlete, you got to take advantage of these big moments because not everyone's going to win six Super Bowls like Tom Brady. Not everyone's going to win six Super Bowls like Michael Jordan. Not everyone's, oh, sorry, six NBA rings. Not everyone's going to be going to eight straight finals like LeBron James. So when you have that one moment to get to the final or, you know, you have that great game or you have like the amazing goal or amazing comeback or your player of the week or whatever, take advantage of it because you never know when it's going to go away. The athlete's career is like a roller coaster. You're going to have ups and downs. And when you're up, the, what you do when you're up can help you deal with the low moments. And it's really important, and it's, it's important that we take the examples of Alex Morgan and Julian Edelman um, and apply it to our own careers. Um, lastly, I want to close with uh, Zion Williamson because, uh, obviously, we've been talking about him a lot. Um, he's been talked about a lot. But it seems like now we're talking about everything but basketball. You know, recently he was in a, a legal battle with a former marketing agency that he hired and then fired. And then now he's in a trademark battle with uh, his own team, the New Orleans Pelicans. And that just goes to show you whether it's Nike, your own team, whoever, that you have to look out for yourself at all times. When your career's over, who's going to take care of you? Exactly. Yourself. So make sure you're protecting yourself at all times right from the jump. Zion Williamson is in a legal battle over a trademark that he technically, um, you know, kind of made famous during his time at Duke. Obviously, it was well known before the fact that Zion Williamson was going to be the first draft pick. New Orleans Pelicans took advantage and filed uh, for a trademark around, if not before, immediately after uh, um, Zion Williamson filed the trademark for Let's Dance. And now it's a situation where, you know, Zion Williamson is on the team that's fighting for him over a trademark that he kind of uses. And it's really an interesting dynamic. And it just goes to show you how sports business actually works. Um, so athletes, you need to take caution and really not only have a good legal team, have a good business team, but always be innovative and smart when it comes to your business dealings. And don't be surprised because anything is possible when it comes to business. And 
You know, you may just think, you know, you're competing, you're playing for fun. No. Once you are getting paid to play a sport, it's business first. And that's how that's the mindset you have to have from now until you retire. And with that being said, really appreciate you guys listening for another episode. Uh, definitely tune in for um, the other episodes that we got on the channel. We got a lot of podcasts coming soon. Uh, we got some great interviews that I'm excited to share. Uh, so make sure you subscribe, share with a friend, uh, leave a review. We're growing. We got up to 6,000 total downloads, total plays, and we, we, uh, we can't thank you enough. Make sure you check out podcast um, for some merch uh, and discount code merch. Make sure you check out the newsletter. Uh, make, sure I, make sure you check out the show notes. We really appreciate all you guys. Welcome to Team Frugal. This is a Bank Shots episode. We're out.